Hey y'all, welcome to Beautifully Healthy. This is Dr. Allison Key. As always, my bestie, Erica Smith, PA, is here with us. We have an exciting guest today. One of the newest members of our team, Tiny Purnell is here. Hey! We're so excited you're here. Hi everybody. We're good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Now let's be honest for a minute. You were nervous. You tried to get out of doing this. Me? Never. Never. No. And we're like, you can do it. You can do it. We're just going to be sitting here talking like three friends. No this. big deal. Yes. That's fun. So we asked you to come on and talk about summer skincare. But let's talk about you for a minute first. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, where you're from, your background, and what you brought you to us. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm excited to be at Spa 316. Yay. My name is Brittany, and so everyone calls me Tiny because the word tiny is embedded in my name. And God foreshadowed that I was going to be small. But that's going <laughs> to lead to a big personality, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, I have my B.A., um, and with the first degree, I was just kind of trying to figure out my life. You know, the first one is just always where you just kind of, you know, yeah. get away from home and from an old country town. And so I was like, let's just, where are you college. from? I am originally from Louisiana. I gotcha. But, um, I went to, I stayed in Thomason for a long time. So I kind of wanted to get away from there. And I was like, oh, what's Georgia sounds big? Because it really was yeah, big because yeah. anything's bigger than Thomason. So <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's yeah, my perspective. Yeah. But um, so I got away and then I graduated. And um, I guess I was reading the Bible one day and I came upon the book of Esther. I've always loved Esther because, you know, she's really pretty. You know, the Bible. And I was like, you know, I was just reading over. It's like, you know, well, she's more than pretty, right? Yeah. And so what kind of stood out to me was that in the Bible, it talks about how she went through these rituals of skincare. And she had to basically spend six months to a year preparing to see the king. She had to use certain baths and different type of uh basically products and things they did to prepare their body to meet the king. And she was like, you know, a country girl from Susan um, or Susan. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that. But um, basically, she was from the country and then she came into the palace. Um, and when you think of Esther, I was just... You know, it was just kind of like downloaded to me, like aesthetician, like, oh, you dropped the R and it's like the issue. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's kind of how I felt like God was leading me to become an aesthetician. And I wonder if there's a connection there in the I've root never thought word about that until of you that. Just said that. Yeah, yeah. That's and that was literally a revelation from God. I was going through some hard changes in my life. You know, I kind of like to say I had like a midlife crisis, even though I'm not even close. To, you know, having a midlife crisis yet. I went through some, basically some terrible obstacles. And I was just saying, Lord, I want better for my life. What would you have for me? And he, I was reading that book, one of my favorite books, and he gave me that. Um, and so I just love, I've always loved skincare and I've always loved wearing makeup and just trying to better care for myself. Cause I felt like it was always something that I needed to do, um, to just go forward. And he kind of gave that to me. And what he also kind of showed me was that, you know, Esther, she had handmaids to get her to the king, you know, to the palace. She had like, 
you know, someone basically it would be equivalent for someone for her hair, her nails, you know, so all of these handmaids that she had, the Bible talks about kind of helped to groom her and she won obviously favor and, you know, she saved her people and, you know, her perhaps story you on. were for, perhaps you were created for a moment such as this. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and I look at it as being an esthetician, I'm helping to prepare people for their destiny, you know, like, you know, not necessarily you know, for a king, I but for whatever it. destination that God has for them. And I'm helping to kind of groom them. So, yeah, that's kind of why I, you know, said Forget my marketing communications degree. Forget <laughs> it. Okay. And let's just go into skincare full time. And uh, I, you know, I'm new. I still got the tags on and hot off the press, but I'm I'm very excited to be here. And Spa 316, John 316, you guys love Jesus. Yeah. So I feel like it's a match made in heaven. You that's know? right. <laughs> well, that's funny. It's funny how God weaves all these things together yeah. because in addition to being an esthetician for us, like we just see this natural talent in you for communications, if you will, but for loving people. And that's really what we want to do. We want people, we want to love people till they love themselves again oh. kind of thing. And so we've talked to you recently about becoming that patient liaison it was like a puzzle piece that we felt like we were missing we need somebody to connect the dots somebody who can reach out to these people before their appointments and after their appointments and make sure that things are good and help them take care of themselves and know what to do and encourage them and make sure they have their aftercare instructions and help them get the best result and um, you're just so sweet and good at that and so it's funny how all these things are tying together to bring you here thank you you are so sweet but I tell you just in the mornings it's a challenge you know what I mean (laughs) but after you know I get some Christian music or you know I I get some you know some sweet tea or something I'm all right I'm all right (laughs) Um, there, I've gotten a few questions the past few years about how we, well, I'll just put it bluntly like some people do. How do we justify doing these vain treatments or vanity kind of things mm-hmm. using the 316 name? Yeah, I, I get the same look on my face that you get on yours. <laughs> God designed us as women and men to want to feel good about ourselves. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. not just about vanity. It's about taking care of the temple that God has given us and uh, putting your best foot forward. And so a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, we were talking about this look good, feel good, do good. Absolutely. Kind of thing, you know. So as a woman, and I'm sure this is true for men too, but I can say this unequivocally for me, mm-hmm. when I get up in the morning and I put myself together, when I feel good about the way I walk out the door, I'm going to have a better day and I'm going to do more good in that day than I am on a day when I'm... Your outlook is much better. Yeah. I yes. feel like you're more positive person you have a more positive outlook on everything and everybody you meet is going to feel that energy yes yes and if there's anything that at the end of the day we want to do it's point people to jesus and i'm more capable of doing that (laughs) when i am in a positive upbeat feeling good confident and sure of my role in my my walk than i am on days when i feel like a slug god didn't Mm -hmm. design us to feel like slugs you know right Right. (laughs) i mean when you think about it um I mean, it was so funny because she was just saying, oh, you know, your makeup looks good. I was like, I actually put my makeup on today. Yeah, I actually did. Yes. You know, she was saying that um, when I first walked in. Um, but I, I do feel more confident today. Right. You know, it's just yes. like that extra little step of confidence. And I think, you know, God was kind of having me on this journey because a lot of times I've heard it said before basically your ministry is whatever you think that your mess is. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I'm always trying to grow in and God, isn't it funny? He's so 
funny. Like, you know, he'll say, help people with this as you help yourself, you know, right? right. Sure. But, you know, when you think about it, like in Psalms 103, it says, um, well, not Psalms 103, so let's say that one. <laughs> but in Psalms, I think it's 127. It's one of those. Everybody but, read from Psalms 103 to yeah. Psalms 127 and find this. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Or just read the whole book. It's good. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I know it's, it's in Psalms 139. Okay, thank you. It is basically talks about how you're fearfully and you're wonderfully made, right? Yeah. And my soul knows it well. And just for that, I have to always tell myself, like, you got to know it from your soul. You have Mm -hmm. to know it in your mind, your will, emotions, when you're around other attractive people, when you're having days where you're not as confident, when you're new in this industry, et cetera. So, you know, that's something that I always tell myself, you know, um, to feel confident. And I think God once is not only to feel that way, but it talks about even in the book of Esther, how she put on her priestly garments. So before she, she met the King, so she didn't just run in there, you know, out from being on the field and say, you know, Hey, I'm ready to be the King. No, she had a process and where she was preparing. So that's kind of how I base my whole career change is like Esther was concerned about her aesthetic and it was totally okay. So I think some people might not get it, but you know, God wants you to put your best foot forward and he wants you to be excellent in everything. So absolutely. I feel like when you don't feel that way about yourself and we've all been there where we doubt ourselves or we look around at other women or we look around at other businesses and we think, oh, they're doing so much better than me or, oh, she's so much prettier than me or, oh, she's so much skinnier than me or whatever. When you doubt yourself, you're doubting your creator. Absolutely. In a way. Absolutely. Not that all, all of us have things we could work on, mm-hmm. but the point is to take take away that negative self-talk, take away that negativity and look at yourself the way God looks at you. Mm-hmm. And I've always, you know, my grandmother, the first time I held my baby, you know, mm-hmm. my first newborn baby, my grandmother said, she was just looking at me, looking at her. And she said, you know, the way you're looking at her, think about how much more God loves you than even you love her. Mm-hmm. And so I always think about look at other people, the way their mama looks at them, look at other people, the way God looks at them. You know, everybody was mm-hmm. created in his image. And so he doesn't want us to look around and say, oh, she's so much better they're so much better or whatever we got to walk our own path and do our own thing and be our best selves and we were fearfully and wonderfully made absolutely Absolutely. but there's not a single one of us who feels confident every day right none of us do yes is what is is that imposter syndrome what is that it's you know it's that constant that fear that rejection or that just I I mean negativity whatever you want to call it it's the doubt you know Mm -hmm. it's like okay can Mm -hmm. I do this today my we live in the world of photoshop so I mean you're you're making unrealistic goals for some people yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so you're setting people up for failure in that end yeah I think we need to get rid of that put people on there I'm sorry I'd like to see somebody with stretch marks yeah being a mom I want to see somebody that looks like me I don't need somebody that's airbrushed and photoshopped because that's not realistic to me I think that's um, what goes back to that argument about what we're doing here is not vanity. No. It's reality and it's helping women and men feel good and feel confident and find their purpose and their spark and their their energy and their vitality right. and all the things that kind of help them walk the walk that God's laid out for them. Well, and I think being a mom too, coming here just for a little bit gives you a little bit of you back. I yes. feel like you kind of lose yes. a little bit of that with being, not necessarily being, being a mom's greatest gift course, I've ever had, but you lose a little bit of yourself sometimes yeah. because you give so much of yourself to your kids that it's, I don't know. I feel like you get a little bit of that back. So this is so crazy. 
can't believe I'm going to tell this story, but uh-huh. I am. I was thinking about this the other day. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this story, this podcast. So when I was in college, David and I were dating. We broke into a pool at my car apartment complex one night with skinny dipping you know, after midnight, whatever. Not a big deal. <laughs> but it was just this little fun story we joke about sometimes, you know, breaking into that pool and going skinny dipping. What if we'd gotten caught or whatever? And, um, and I was thinking to myself the other day, I wonder what happened to that girl. You know, not right. that I wouldn't do something like that now. I wouldn't be nearly as cute to look at <laughs> if I did get caught. But people taking some photos. But, you know, when yeah. you become a mom or wife or maybe just as you get older, you just get so much more like reserved, reserved or worried about what other people are going to think or yeah. setting an example for your children. And, and not that's not necessarily all bad, but you do give up a part of that. A part of yourself like that free spirit that yeah kinda just... yeah you kind of put that in a closet for a mm-hmm. while and so um if you can come in here and get some botox or right or do the weight loss or do some body contouring or whatever it is you're coming in here to do just get a massage a facial whatever it is if if you walk out of here feeling more like more like yourself again yes. with a little pep in your step then we've it done our changes job it. Yes. yeah yeah i mean Moms just need a few minutes. Go get your Botox. Go get your nails done. Go to the grocery store by yourself. <laughs> Sometimes just walk in those aisles by yourself. You know what? That's just the, the break I needed. Just for yeah, a few. You yeah. just got to collect your thoughts. Yes, 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 yes. And you you start thinking, you know, I used to really love to eat yeah. X, Y, or Z. And I haven't bought that in forever. Because mm-hmm. you're buying all the kids stuff and the husband stuff or the whatever stuff. Right. So, you know, getting back to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Finding yourself again. Oh, yeah. I'm not planning on breaking into any pools, going <laughs> skinny dipping anytime soon. All right, now. <laughs> if you see some videos resurfacing, <laughs> thank oh, God <laughs> there was no social media. I was talking about that. I was at one of those Zoom meetings with one of our drug reps the other day, and he said, could you imagine living in this era where everything is videotaped, everything is recorded, like you... You, you can't outlive anything you do right you now. You could not be working here. No, I'm just <laughs> I could not. And for everybody who saw me in college, I apologize. <laughs> but I'm not. I mean, it's true. I'm not the same person I was then. Yeah. But I mean, part of me misses being that free just spirit. Just a little bit just, free spirit, yeah. yeah. It's not that I want to regress. No, I don't want to go back to what I was doing in college of course, at all. But you know, you're always trying to improve yourself. Yes. And but I want sometimes to I do continue, miss but... having being 18, no response. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I get it. I get it. And that verse that you that I was remembering was um, Psalms 103. It was talking about how he renews your youth like the eagles. And so, you know, we're kind of in the business of helping people to renew their youth yeah. right to keep mm-hmm. them young yeah. to yeah. keep the crow's feet away and to you know make sure everything stays tight and you know with vanquish and them sculpt you know and so biotin biotin yeah. right yeah. you know and so that's kind of what we all want to do you know just continuing in our youth and feeling you know good and in that free spirit i think you know god is in heaven and he is not angry or bitter or like down you know he he wants us to have fun and when you are confident you can do that because that really is your ministry yeah you know showing your light that's the best way to do it and we all you know shine so i love it i love it yeah girl you're meant to be here oh yeah i i I feel you know warm and fuzzly inside (laughs) (laughs) you and allison got that fuzzy thing Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe just, just different kinds. 
<laughs> if I'm a circle, she's a square. That's right. <laughs> but we work well together. We all work yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a We're complimentary. Puzzle. It's a perfect puzzle. Mm -hmm. All right. So summer skincare. Summer skincare. I'm going to take the words right out of your mouth. Summertime. It does not matter if your color of your skin is brown, mm -hmm. black, purple, white, yellow, <laughs> orange, or green. Sunscreen is the most important thing you can do all summer, right? Yes. Am I right? Uh, yes. Yes. Do not get in the tanning bed. You know who you Samantha. are. Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She straight called you out, Sam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not posting that stuff on social media. <laughs> do not get in the tanning bed. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we have self tanners yep. here through, you know, fake bake and, you know, some of the products we sell. And that's definitely better than long exposure in the sun and possibly, you know, exposing yourself to skin cancer. Yeah. You know, um, and that's what I love about our products too. PCA is approved by the Skin Cancer Foundation. And so it really is important to use our sunscreens. We have like at least four different ones from Hydrator Plus to Weightless to Daily Defense to et cetera. Like put on some sunscreen and you do need it indoors. We were just talking about like how, you know, when this, when it's cloudy, mm -hmm. the sun. You still need sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting by a window. Yes. Any, I mean, Driving any, down the road. Yeah. Any, I mean, everywhere. Yeah, just put that sunscreen on. I mean, the just incidence of melanoma rates in people under 40 is unbelievable. I need to look that statistic up. I know I've referenced it here before, but I can't remember exactly what it is. But how having a sunburn in childhood exponentially increases your risk of melanoma mm -hmm. later in life. For sure. So making sure you're putting sunscreen on your kids every day. You know, my yes. kids want to live outside during the summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm real lucky because they are, you know, have such olive skin. They need knock on wood, neither have had a, ever had a sunburn. They just turn brown, but mm -hmm. um they still need sunscreen. Whether you Absolutely. burn or don't burn, you need sunscreen. Every two hours, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you were just saying, I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, that your kids are more olive tone, um, you know, so they're probably like a Fitzpatrick of maybe like a three or four. Mm -hmm. And the Fitzpatrick scale is basically where, you know, it's a numerical scale that based off of your skin type, it classifies, okay, well, if you are pale, you know, then you will burn more easily. But Me and my kids are like one and twos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they yeah, are. Light eyes, yes, blonde hair, are. you know what I mean? Right. Um, obviously, I'm more of the five, six level, so I don't um, encounter, I don't think I've ever had a sunburn, but I definitely have hyperpigmentation. And just because, you know, black people, brown people, people of color, you know, just because you might not experience an actual sunburn does not mean that your skin is not hyperpigmenting. So that means you have to wear sun protection and apply it every two hours. And we sell a lot here. And I just think I cannot drive that home so much because growing up, you know, my family did not know about sunscreen. And so I am as an esthetician, you know, trying to reverse the years of, you know, hyperpigmentation through peels and microneedlings and, you know, all the services we offer here. But a lot of that could have been prevented, like you said, yeah. if I had not <laughs> was exposed to the sun so long, like I was for years. I think a lot of people don't realize talking about peels, you can really do a good job treating that hyperpigmentation with chemical peels. But people think about chemical peels for your face. You can get um, chemical peels like for your chest, decollete, that's a fancy word for your yes. anterior chest, for hands. your hands, arms, mm -hmm. you know, anywhere that you're starting to get those sunspots or 
um, hyperpigmentation, you can, mm-hmm. you can do pills on, and that's a good sort of maintenance program. It's mm-hmm. not like a one and done kind of thing. That's something you need to kind of keep Continue. doing to, um, maintain and keep a fresh layer of skin there. Yes. We have the smoothing body pills. Um, we have that and it is really good. It can help with the bumpy skin or just anything, you know, dull skin that's kind of lackluster and you need that cell turnover. It's really good for that. Um, it just keeps everything nice, even tone and brightens everything up. We have a lot of that kojic acid, the azelic acid, you know, just all of those ingredients help to brighten the skin. And the main thing is to inhibit the um, melanin, you know, production, because we want to basically rev up um, the melanin inhibitors while decreasing the hyperpigmentation so we can start seeing the overall brightness and even skin tone. So. Yeah, get Amen, some peels sister. going. But, you know, very light in the summer, you know, very, very light, very superficial. Um, you know, we definitely can do a bunch of cool sculpting, vanquish weight loss, you know, all of that. But for the summer, it's mainly preventative and maintenance skin care. You know, wear those sunglasses, big hats, all of that. People don't think about this, but your ears, yep. your ears. Uh, your ears. are important. Your ears to uh, make sure you put sunscreen on those fellas mm-hmm. when you're out there on the day-to-day even. Mm-hmm. I tell my husband that all the time because he only wears ball cap and he's in construction and a farmer, so he's outside all day long. I'm like, mm-hmm. please, for the love. And he, and he wears a trucker hat most of the time, so it's got all that little mesh stuff on the back. So at the end of last summer, he it looked like he had a, a cross speckled sunscreen <laughs> like a, yeah, on his head, and I'm like, you look so crazy. But... um Please, please, please put sunscreen on your head and your ears. You're going to have old man skin mm-hmm. one day, and we're going to be <laughs> cutting off places and everywhere. Yes. You'll be doing some some mm-hmm. IPF. And they have later. SPF shirts now and things that, like, clothes you can wear that can yes. help, too. So yes. if you know that you're not good about putting sunscreen on, get one of those. Wear the shirts. Yes. What sorts of things besides sunscreen can people do at home to help, like, like for me, I'll wear sunscreen all weekend when we're at the lake. But if I'm out in the sun all day, I can just tell a difference, especially like on my decollete after being in the sun. I don't know if it's just dehydrated or mm-hmm. like what are some other things besides sunscreen people can do at home to help protect and take care of their skin during the summer? Or what products should we be using? Toners, moisturizers? I mean, what what's the ideal regimen? For the summer, I would definitely um, say, you know, keep with your... Um, face wash so you would start off with that and sometimes you might want to switch it up so you know if you went um to something if your skin gets basically very oily in the summer you might want to use a you know facial oily wash you know um something you know different from your winter one where your skin is more dry you would use you know like either a creamy cleanser or you know just kind of a a daily uh, facial wash like the oil we have here definitely with toners um keep up with that i would say nutrient toner would be good um because the smoothing toner can be kind of spicy so i would say definitely ease on the nutrient hydrator um hydrating toner side and then for um mainly for the correctives i would definitely say you want to use something like a pigment gel something that's going to again um, help to inhibit um, hyperpigmentation um, we have the pigment gel. We have things like the vitamin B3 brightening serum. The brightening serum is really good because, you know, obviously it helps with brightening, but it also, it has that, um, that B3, that nine, nine side, 
I don't know how to say that word, so you might have to edit that one out. You got it. But um, it, it basically really helps you uh, with overall skin complexion. And then we have the CNE Hexels. <laughs> I cannot say that word. Hexels Resorcinol. Say he- it. Resorcinol. There you go. <laughs> so that definitely is going to help with hyperpigmentation and discoloration i really like that one myself it's also very thick too so it will hold throughout the day pigment bar um that is really good um just kind of changing your summer basically products to something that can help with hyperpigmentation if you know that you're going to be out in the sun i would rather you kind of get some of the products to help inhibit that expected uh, hyperpigmentation so stop it before it starts stop it thing. before it starts yeah preventative awesome so. is there a difference in the and i may sound ignorant when i ask this question but is there a difference in the way you should take care of like caucasian skin versus hispanic skin versus black skin versus mm-hmm. what are what are the major differences in those i think so um i think i every- mean i know we all kind of deal with similar issues but Mm -hmm. just on the day-to-day what's the major differences in taking care of them um i i definitely think so um you know kind of going back to the fitzpatrick scale you know everyone is different so you know your background could be from you know germany or sweden or etc you know mine could be like you know from some parts of middle east or africa you know etc and so we all have different backgrounds and i think you know that basically makes us have to look at our skincare regimen differently. Um, your, your skin may not be able to tolerate as much sun exposure as mine can. So you would have to maybe do more layering of sun protection. Um, you would want to be more cognizant of, you know, staying out in the skin too long because you would uh, run more of a higher risk for skin cancer. Whereas I would just run more of a risk of hyperpigmentation. You know, I don't burn easily. So, you know, same thing with, you know, Hispanics, you know, they would kind of have a little bit similar, um, I guess, similar similarities to me. Um, So they can't stay out maybe as long as I can, but they still would have to, again, layer with sun protection. And I think everyone just kind of has to look and see, well, you know, when I'm in the sun for a long time, I, I tend to get really hot or I tend to, you know, get a little flush or burn. And so then I'll have to use a different, even a sun protection. Like we have weightless here, 45 minutes, depends on if you're active, are you exercising or you're in the water. So all of that plays a factor, not only in your skin type, but you know, your daily or whatever activity that you're doing for the day. Um, but I definitely think each skin type deserves a different skincare need. Um, I wouldn't use the same type of peel or chemicals or correctives on you than I would for myself because we might not need the same thing. Um, like, you know, you might get dual action redness or something, but I don't really use that because I don't really get red a lot, you know? So everything should be customized to each individual. And I think that's kind of what I like about being an esthetician. It is somewhat of a challenge, you know, it's because like, okay, well, this person reacts this way. So I should use this when treating them. And it's not a one size fits all kind of thing. Definitely not. And even just because both of you guys are white, you still are 
different um, colors and different shades. So, you know, you might be more prone to acne, you know, you might be more prone to hyperpigmentation because you have olive skin. So, you know, everyone is different. So finding the right, um, I guess, skin treatment plan for you is definitely where estheticians come in. So I, I, well, and that, that's a good point because, uh, Jamie and I were just talking about this the other day, just, you know, talking about the way our, our spa is growing and our services are growing and we're getting more and more patients. And I said, you know, I have a medical background, so there's a lot of things that I feel very comfortable talking about. I feel very comfortable talking about hormones. I feel very comfortable talking about the way Botox works. I feel very comfortable with anatomy. I don't know nothing about being an esthetician. (laughs) I don't, and I'm not going to pretend to. I can learn about these products. I know Fitzgerald skin tops, like I can set laser settings, but I don't know anything about being a skincare specialist. Mm-hmm. That's not my. That's not my job. It's not my training. It's not my background. I'm not going to pretend to know those things. That's why it's critical to have people in place like you guys who are the expert in that field. You know, I think people have this misconception that when you're a doctor, well, then you must know. (laughs) Right. And I don't. Right. Like, I can know the facts about those products. I'm familiar with those products. I can sort of give you a general direction. But if if somebody comes in and they want me to treat their wrinkles, done. (laughs) If they want a skincare consultation, have I got the girl for you and it's not me you know right that is know your wheelhouse I mean know we, your know wheelhouse. Our yeah. we know what y'all strengths are and y'all strengths are skin yeah so uh I always kind of defer to you guys <laughs> I was like oh yeah well I think this would probably work but let's ask somebody who really knows yeah. so uh you guys are the best I think I think you guys are we have some of the best estheticians for sure around i love how everybody's licensed here too oh yeah oh yeah we ain't playing around here (laughs) we're we're serious continuing education all the time yeah we are serious about i tell you we practice medicine we constantly learn yeah if you ever get to the point where you perfect it i'm not quite sure this is the field for you anymore because you've got to continuously learn things are constantly changing new updates new guidelines we're knowing more and more absolutely about everything improve and Mm -hmm. do better and make it better and that's what we plan to keep doing and i and i was just telling her too we were just having um, a conversation about this earlier is that you know skin is always changing as well even Mm -hmm. with you know i was reading an article they were saying like gen z and you know the population that's going to come even after that because there is where there is a rise in biracial people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. everybody's skin is going to be different. More of a combination. More of a combination. So, yeah. you know, it's obviously going to be more of a challenge, but that's even more of a, a great thing because For sure. everyone's kind of going to know more about how to treat skin of color and, you know, diverse skin type. So um, I'm excited and it's a, it's a great thing. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at, your skin, you will probably grade, grade, age gracefully. African-American skin just <laughs> it does great. It's beautiful. Black don't crack. Okay? <laughs> there you go. Asian don't raise it. But y'all girls got to, you yeah. know, fix We got to start that Botox in our 20s. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really? true. It is. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> We're not editing anything. <laughs> it's real, real up in there. Uh-huh. But it's true. I mean, yeah. you look at most African-American yeah. females, their skin is flawlessly beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Including yours. Yes, yeah, well, it is. It's beautiful. Well, I, I think. And I think it's part of like the oil production of your skin and 
most Caucasian skin is a more a drier form. So we're more prone to fine lines and wrinkles. Right. And you know what, but even though you are more prone to fine lines and wrinkles, you are definitely, your skin is more resilient to um, having a chemical peel. True. Whereas the response, my, yes. yes. Whereas my skin is more sensitive to chemical peels and some of the acids, you know, even lactic acid and some of the other things like, you know, the laser settings have to be totally yes. different, you know, Completely. all that, all that yes. kind of stuff. Much different. Yes. Yeah. To target those follicles. And, and can you explain why African-American skin is more sensitive and is more prone to easily burn from the laser from lasers because that laser is targeting the melanin it's targeting the pigment so the laser won't work on blonde hair because there's no pigmentation my arms bleach blonde hair is never going to pick up anything so it's not only when it when we treat your skin it's not only treating the follicle it's treating this it can burn the skin if you don't know what you're doing with that laser because it's targeting the pigment I love that. I love that. Cause I, you know, cause that would also be why we would recommend, you know, well, after the peels don't work and microneedling, you know, laser would be the next thing. Um, so like you, like we said, every skin type has a different case, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So some people may have to get like either, I'm guessing a lower setting. Yeah. Oh, it's a totally different wavelength. Really, yeah. wavelength. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's um, smart. that, uh-huh. now that's, well, that's, that's the beauty of having <laughs> a medical spa Yes, is you, our, our powers combined, right? Yes. We are unstoppable, right. <laughs> but really, I don't know it all. You're, you don't know it all, but together we can formulate a, an effective plan for somebody that's not going to cause more harm than good mm-hmm. and is mm-hmm. going to work well for them. Yes. So we have to put our knowledge bases together. So that's critical. Right. right I feel team. like people come see us like for pigmentation issues and their first response is, I want the big guns. I want IPL laser. I want this. Well, that may not be the best treatment choice for what you have going on. So it's going to take consultations with us and our estheticians to make sure we have the right skincare regimen at home. You've tried the right products first. You've done peels, things like that. And then we go to and the big guns. And what are your plans for this summer? Are right. you going to be in the are sun? Are you going to be in the sun? Every weekend? Are you going to be at the ball field? Are you going to be at the there's beach? no point. Then mm-hmm. we don't need to start this now, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah it's definitely a, a group effort to make sure that somebody's getting the results they need and want so mm-hmm. any last minute thoughts on summer skincare anything else you got in that bag of tricks oh summertime i just every time you say summer i just think about you know what is it will smith's song summertime <laughs> yeah yeah uh, summertime yeah um <laughs> i guess and i had a thought and it escaped me uh Oh, well, um, oh, well, but I will say, um, definitely hydrate and protect, keep your skin hydrated, drink you know. lots of water. That's lots what we didn't say. Water drinking water yes. makes helps a your skin huge difference in your skin. Absolutely. So drink lots of water. And if you don't want to wrinkle more, you definitely need to drink lots of water. Um, and you know, just protect your skin, obviously by using, um, a great sun protection and um have fun you know go on the beach bay watch oh yeah watching the bay you know but just make sure you're protected thanks tiny for coming on today <laughs> thank you it's been a lot of fun see no reason to be nervous we had a good time yeah you know lovely ladies i appreciate it thanks for coming on <laughs> till next time y'all stay healthy bye